Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Remember I, um, I held my tongue today when I was going to text you something rude after you asked me for the code. Yeah, I was, I mean, you act like I'm asking you for login codes to like bank and I arrest stuff because I'm just trying to annoy you or because I really like login codes true. or something for my own Alice, enjoyment. Alice, you're jumping the gun. Okay. Before you throw the phone, hold on. Okay. Um, I was going to have fun with it. It was a joke because he kept asking me for the login code. I had just finished my show and I was going to send you an insult. And then I thought, wait a second, maybe the baby's crying. Maybe there's all she's maybe she's under a ton of paperwork, or maybe all chaos is happening. So I have matured in our relationship, Alice. Mm-hmm. I no longer scare you in the bathroom on purpose, which was a prank thing I used to do. That is gone. I was out of the playbook. I no longer. Uh, text any uh, siblings calling them a bitch as a joke. I I I have I'm a learning machine, <laughs> Alice. Just like know. Pepper the dog has learned that to stay in certain places and that means she wants different things. I have learned. That I my belief is that you do not like it when I text people and call them a bitch from you my phone. Yes, as though you're. I'm, you're my me. feeling is yes, as somebody I who's like learned, that. having done that and then felt pain and then bled is that. I associate that with a bad feeling for me, so I don't do that anymore. And I've learned, and I didn't text you the mean thing today because I thought something could be bad today. Uh, It could be bad. And I don't scare you anymore because you scare easy. And there are other ways now, as we approach um, almost 15 years together, that I'm starting to learn some things about you. They're easy triggers to me being in trouble, and I don't do them. I'm trying to try. It's only been almost 14 years, so... Um, glad we've reached this point. And I did want to. I want to say something again. Mm-hmm. One, I do really feel that you're getting more attractive. I, I, I mean, you know, twenty three is hot because you're twenty three, but I, I think you look like uh, you look really pretty. Thank you. It's true. That's nice. And I think Thank I you. probably lust after you more than anybody else. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. I guess. I mean, there's a lot of people in the world, Alice. Thank you. Certainly in person, there's nobody even near. 
near. Mm-hmm. I liked when you told me that you like porn of people that look like me. That was romantic. Uh, well, I don't. Obviously, I'm not a consumer of porn. But if I was, it would be people <laughs> who look like you. Well, isn't that? Wouldn't that? If you get a compliment that has to do with that kind of stuff, wouldn't that be it? I mean, I guess. You know that you like that. That I said that. <laughs> I just said I liked that you said that. Right. So it there amused you go. me that you said that. Right. Obviously, I do not consume that content. But mm-hmm. now, um, so, but I'm going to say this is I do not love you in floral shirts. I don't, Why? I'm not loving that. I love my floral shirts. And I thought I'd holster that, but I, you told me it reminds me of your grandmother. It does. <laughs> It me of Alberta Hawes. Yes, it does. Sorry, I like my print shirts. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a big no on that. Sorry about that. You know, and I mean, but, but either way, you look very good. Thank you. Which brings me to um, that we're on a very good trend here today, Alice. Right now, it is five twenty and then three mm-hmm. prime meridian. Not one hour and one half ago, Alice, for the second time in one week. Okay. Somebody said, hey, I love the podcast. Mm-hmm. Second time in one week. This also in Groveland. This is Mike from Groveland, who I just met. Great guy. Nice guy. Erstwhile shot chat caller. Yes. Sh- yep. And uh, a few days ago was Paul in Groveland. Same street in Groveland. Wow. So Maybe that, they know each other. I, you might. Paul, I hope you know Mike. Mike, I hope you know Paul. Paul, uh, I don't want to, I can't. guess I can't dox Mike, but I would uh, let you know. I, I, there's a marker for where it is. It's a really cool part of the, that street is a really cool part of Groveland. Um, is it, this near, this is near where you saw the, your deers. Exactly. Yesterday, In that or little, whatever, a few days ago. Exactly. In that little, um, that little area there. Wait, this is Groveland Hotel. It's got to be a, Groveland, California. No, no, Groveland, Mass. I, I want to find the name of that street. I think it's important. Groveland. Oh, behavioral. Plastic. It's important that we ID everybody that listens to the podcast and name their street on the show, I yes. think. Yes. <laughs> so I think it's Center. Yeah, it, is that Cent? No, it's not Center Street. It's Gardner Street or Garrison Street. It's not off of Main Street. Anyway, I guess it's Gardner Street. Gardner Street goes, okay. So, um, is a great little area there. That little de- that little area where I saw is called Shanahan Field. That's where I saw mm-hmm. the Daz. Um, and I like it that I'm running into people who like the podcast. It it does tell me that I don't know how much of it is that the sheer number of people who are listening to the podcast versus sheer number of freaks walking in Groveland, <laughs> um, which is me uh, looking like this, and I'm, it's unmistakable that I'm like. Do you want to tell people what you were practicing today? Oh, yeah. You told me that you were practicing for your uh, open night mic. I'm going to do an open <laughs> night mic, as a matter of fact. And if you, you asked if I would support you if, at your open night mic. I'm going to Multiple do times you said those words in that order, which I found incredibly disturbing. I'm going to do an like, open night mic. Are you actually mic. having a stroke? No, but I, are you I, out of your blood pressure? I'm telling you, Alice, and I don't know who, who was with her, where I was. But like two weeks ago, I could do a Donald Trump impression. I did. I, I had, don't know and that I had that's it true. Down. So this is Tom wandering Groveland in his headphones, 
and attempting to do his Donald Trump impression just to himself I, with hand motions. Just before, by I, the way. <laughs> so don't be scared if you see a large man wandering Groveland in headphones. Just before I took gesturing and talking Street. to himself. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I, I was. I was doing. He's it. merely practicing his Donald Trump impression I for his open night it. mic. I could do it just a little bit ago, and I can't remember two weeks ago, or I dreamt I could do it, but then I've tried, I've tried to do it since. And I can't do it. Who's the guy, the comedian, who I love, who we talked about yesterday? Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. It was like after watching him for the 11th time, I could do Donald Trump. <laughs> but now I, Maybe I, you did just dream it. But I, that's the only time I've ever dreamt something like that that, that, that I, I haven't had the talent to do off dream. It's, it's uh, crazy. Hmm. Do you want me to try it again? Sure, show the people what you've got. It's not great. I'll warn everybody in advance. I'm going to move my hand, too. <laughs> okay. Ready? Good. Ready? Here we go. They call her Lion Alice. It's not a Trump impression. It's not at all? It's not at all a Trump impression. It sounds nothing like Donald Trump. Uh, I think you should play that sound back to yourself and see. Okay, ready? Here we go. Uh, they call him Groveland Tom. Yeah? No. His voice is like wispier. You're like yelling. Damn. I thought it's the, not, the one that I thought was yelling. I don't know. Damn it. I'm not good at doing impressions, but gonna, that doesn't sound anything like Donald Trump. I don't know. I'll let the people in the chat weigh in if they think that sounds like Donald Trump. I, don't I know. Think- I know. I can feel I'm not hitting it. But like I could feel like an accent in 1991. I actually got the Al Bundy accent, Al Bundy down. And you can <laughs> feel it when you have it down. You can feel it. I don't really remember mm-hmm. it. It was a little bit something like this. A little bit something like this. New page. Kind of like You've that. done that one on the show before. Oh, I have? Okay. Yeah. That's. I think that might be all I have. Or uh, do I have another Do I have another person I do? Uh, I don't know. Our friend Jason. Kingston! Um, um, which is <laughs> very inside. But you know Jason is <laughs> not going to be funny to you. Uh, oh, my, our friend Jay. But you'd have oh to wait, you do. Um, what's his name from old school? Bill Farrell. I mean, not old school. I mean, um, back to school. Sorry. Back to uh, uh Michael J. Fox. No, oh, like calming oh, sometime oh, when you no. have no class. And oh like yeah, that but I don't stuff. do that. I don't, that's Rodney. I don't really do a Rodney. I I, I take the quotes. Calming sometime when you have no class is a is a is a great line from that that I use. Mm-hmm. I, I took eight months of classes at BU. Do you think I use that at all? With my friends? Hey, all right, I'll call you sometime when I have no class. That was the last thing I'd say before oh, I walked yeah. into class. Every day I did it to everybody. Relentless, Alice, relentless. You mm-hmm. have to brutalize your friends. All right, so... Tommy uh, New Hampshire in the chat says, Satchmo doing Donald Trump. Wait a second. Satchmo was fat. Is that a fat joke or is that a... Oh, no, no. I see because of the voice. I see. Yes. I see trees of green. What's that? Is that I'm an impression trying to of think something? I'm a zinger for Tommy to do with my Donald Trump voice. Um... <laughs> I don't, whatever. Okay. Why don't we move on from Tom? They call him Man of the... This is not working. 
<laughs> just give it Damn up. Damn it! <laughs> Gotta be you can't do a Donald Trump impression. Jeez. Uh, okay, so you know how we had those those that those people on yesterday? Who? But the joke was we had about Donald Trump is that, is that uh, with my current Donald Trump impression, with it being as workshopped as it is, that I would try to do an open mic night, a full set like Steve this. Steve from Merrimack says it's the most horrible Trump ever. <laughs> they call him Lion Steve. Oh, there is a Lion Steve. That's from Kirk's show. That's um. Uh, I need another thing for Steve. What's another thing about Steve that we think? I don't know. They <laughs> call him Gay Bar Steve because he goes to all those bars. Does okay. he? I don't know. What was that that's the, What was the line of attack I was using on Steve recently? Um, you thought his drink was girly, maybe? Oh yes, they call him Gay Drink Steve. <laughs> okay. Jesus. <laughs> Let me start over. Okay, so <laughs> yes, play the opening music again. It's We're ridiculous done. because usually, I usually something. I don't feel like Trump when I'm doing it. What am I doing wrong? I wonder if Mike. You know, ever heard of the comedian Mike Jacobs? Yes, I have. Maybe he should. Maybe he should give me some pointers. Okay. Okay. Um, what I remember, it's, this has to do with Trump. That this hit me today. That this actually happened. We actually had in Boston Herald Radio a bunch of politicians on who wanted the police involved, the state police involved, who wanted the Civil Rights Commission to talk about this. Something that actually happened. I was thinking about because you're allowed to on the Harvard campus and MIT and Yale and UConn and, and Penn, whatever. You're allowed to cheer for Hamas. The, and, and for the genocide of Jews. Exactly. Because when you're walking around on the Harvard campus with the Palestinian flag, the Palestinian flag represents the Palestinian people who are now governed by Hamas, whose charter means is begins with kill the Jews. Right. Not move Israel, give us Israel, it's kill the Jews. So that's why if you got the flag, you got a swastika. It's fine, it's the same thing. Doesn't matter, but it's fine. That's allowed on campuses now. Campuses full of Jewish people. You're allowed to do that to them. And these ghouls, these female presidents mm-hmm. of these colleges will do it and like smile gently. And right. Blah, blah, blah. And you know, so we talked a little bit about the uh, the college president people yesterday in Congress and how they couldn't say for sure if calling for genocide was like against their policies or not because it's free speech. I understand it's free speech, but it's a completely inconsistent policy. Kyle Cash have got his Harvard acceptance mm-hmm. rescinded because he had used bad words in texts years before he was accepted to Harvard and people out him because he was a conservative and they on the basis of these texts that someone showed them, oh look, Kyle Cash has these bad texts from years ago. They rescinded his Harvard acceptance. So right. the fact that you know, he can use a bad word and lose his acceptance means they absolutely could do something about the people on campus, uh, you know, yelling for Antifada, but they're just not going to because they're either scared of those people or they kind of agree with it. So, so, so that brought me back to the day after the election in 2016 in an actual local news story that actually really happened. Uh, and here's the news wrap from it. Tonight, hope at Wesley College to a post-election letdown and now apparent gloating. Five Trump supporters who came on trucks with flags flying. Witnesses say two men in a Apparent pickup. gloating, Alice, in Wesley College. Men were mm-hmm. seen apparently gloating after Trump won. 
This is actually... Well, that was a sacred space because that's oh, Hillary oh, Clinton's oh, own. Election night, hope at Wesley College to a post-election letdown and now apparent gloating. Five Trump supporters who came on trucks with flags flying. Witnesses say two men in a pickup sped through the historic women's campus antagonizing women, spitting at... There's video of the truck. It's going at a normal rate of speed. <laughs> They were antagonizing them. They weren't spitting on them. They weren't using slurs. These, these things have been disproven since. Them and yelling sexist slurs. Of course they're going to say, they said sexist things too. They called us bad names, etc. In fact, you're just pissed off because they were gloating. And that was enough to get the cops to pull them over. There's they were happy. Of, there's pictures of the truck with cops surrounding it. Many who supported alum Hillary Clinton. The fact that people thought it would be okay to come onto our campus and to target specific groups of people target they're celebrating <laughs> their guy winning you think it's okay to come under our campus and target specific meaning women meaning who who's being targeted people who love hillary because oh. but you're gonna find out who's being targeted um purely because we do have a new president-elect i think that's why it's scary the men from nearby ba it's scary mm -hmm. that's why it's scary that a truck drove around it's scary because you ginned yourself into thinking that he was a Nazi and bad and that they were a rapist and a, and a racist. That's why. I think that's why it's scary. The men from nearby Babson College sparked more than 40 bias incident reports. The dean... <laughs> Whose fault is that? 40 bias incident reports. Right. They sparked it. Whose fault is that that these pussies... Can't stand our poor sports and can't stand that somebody is in there facing them. By the way, is there any chance that anybody would have been celebrating on any campuses like Wellesley had Hillary won? Oh, you think? <laughs> By the way, that would have been wall to wall everywhere. Matter of fact, when Joe Biden won, all these people had locked themselves down, were suddenly out in the streets everywhere celebrating. 40 bias incident reports. The dean saying the timing and location of this incident also matter because it occurred near Wellesley's Harambe House and at Secretary Clinton's alma mater. Oh my goodness. Imagine that. You drove the car near the place where somebody once graduated. And but it doesn't matter. There's no incident. Guys right, drove with happened. a flag. Nothing happened. Nothing happened near where Hillary was once. So that's not good. <laughs> Call the police. That's what I'm saying. It's sacred ground now. Hillary Clinton trod there. Yes. You can't Harambe desecrate House, that. a place for students of color. Dean Lawrence Ward going on to call their actions racially offensive. Once again, Alice, Harambe House, a place for... So they found that the truck, among other places where it drove, mm -hmm. went near where Hillary's place was. In other words, they drove around campus. And it right. went to Harambe House. And those, because that's a place for students of color, mm -hmm. we're eligible to use racism now. That's also a sacred space. They no. also didn't say anything. The people of color go there. That's... Yeah, that means it's racist. They, all they did is, raise, is wave their Trump flags. And at Secretary Clinton's alma mater, Harambe House, a place for students of color. Dean Lawrence Ward going on to call their actions racially offensive and gender demeaning. All they did is wave a Trump sign. That's it. Right. That's it. Can you imagine? But the thing is, of course, that these 20-year-olds mm -hmm. are now 30-year-olds or 27-year-olds. Right. And they're now in management, upper management, in finance. They have all sorts of good jobs that are in HR. They're, they've now, these pussies 
who decided I was racially offended because the Trump person did it near my house, too. This is even before the stupid LGBTQIA plus started. Can you imagine there? The noise they were oh making? Goodness. The Bye. pair now expelled from Sigma Phi Epsilon. This type of abuse. The guy, you see what he said as he drove by? Interactions, racially offensive and gender demeaning. The Bye. pair now expelled Bye. from Sigma Phi Epsilon. This type of abuse. They get, fu they get fired from their, uh, their frat. Okay. They can't. Mm -hmm. Because they drove... The Sigma Phi Epsilon says this type of abusive, misogynistic behavior has no place in our society. In the entire society, you can't drive in your truck and celebrate Trump winning. And we're proud of our chapter, swiftly removing these men from organization. It was that verboten. The country was that struck with that much, so, so that level of hysteria. Abusive, misogynistic behavior has no place in our society. <laughs> and we're proud of our chapter swiftly removing these men from our organization. If you are feeling disenfranchised, if you feel frustrated at the system, this is not the way to get that message out. Spitting at girls. They didn't spit. And they don't feel disenfranchised. They feel enfranchised that yeah, day. Yeah, they feel excited. More than ever. Uh, we're walking to class. That's not the way to do it. Babson going on to call those actions highly offensive and incredibly you insensitive. Pussies. Also offering an apology to Wesley College here. Now, I'm sorry our students drove through your campus. And that just shows you, like, the, the level we were of just total hysteria. By the way, here's another follow-up story. Student, quote, deeply sorry for making taunts with Trump flag at Wellesley College. Calden student is apologizing for taunting students at Hillary Clinton's alma mater, Massachusetts. Edward Tommaso, who was one of two Babson students, who must have felt like the world was collapsing around him for celebrating a win around the nearby All Women's College of Wellesley the day after the election. They shouted and waved a Donald Trump flag from a pickup truck, then posted videos about it on social media. He posted a Facebook message saying his actions showed extremely poor judgment. And he was deeply sorry for perpetuating fear and trivializing trivializing suffering he encouraged those offended to reach out to him but he denied using profanity or spitting on students if he had used profanity or spit on students it would have been on tape of course it's not on tape and he didn't do it they didn't do it they just drove around so that you can't have on college campuses do you the think world by must the way condemn you now you can go around college campuses and call for the jews to die and celebrate the rapes of women and that's not the sexist at all that's fine you can celebrate what they did to those women in Israel, and that's not sexist whatsoever. You merely drive 50 feet away from the historically black call, uh, house, and that is absolutely racism. Mm -hmm. These people are freaking trash. Trash. All of them. All of those those Ivies are trash. All of these colleges are trash. I would never send my kid to any one of these places. It's pure rubbish. Pure... I, 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 Freaking hate these people. We call them lying college people. Uh huh. We call them pussies. Save it for the open night, Mike. I am going to save it for the open night, Mike. All right. Uh, over to you, Alice. <laughs> over to me. Can you imagine that really happened? I can imagine that that really these happened. These pussies. Remember in our own town, they said, "Oh, there's therapy dogs available." Oh yeah. But they, meanwhile, they... everybody in that town now is Hamas flags. We're really good people. We're really good people. God, I hope Trump wins again. I hope Trump wins again. I don't care. I hope Trump wins again. And then on day one, he says, you know what? You guys were right all the time. I am a dictator. And I hope he nukes uh, every state in the world. And I hope the world explodes and dies. And I hope I die in a fiery hell. Um, 
I know you were worried that Sayera Rouse and she's not doing the race to dinner stuff anymore might be out of our lives forever, but um, she's back and um, she knows who could solve uh, the genocide of Palestinians in the Middle East, but just refuses to do so because she's racist. Do you want to guess who it is? Uh, say it. Sarah Rao wants to do what? Sarah Rao uh, knows of somebody who could end the genocide of Palestinians uh, but just refuses to do it because she's racist. Who could end the genocide of Palestinians but just isn't doing it. Uh, Gal Gadot? No. No. Taylor Swift oh, could end the genocide. Yes. This is Sarah Rao's tweet. The white American woman billionaire and she posts the Time Person of the Year cover with Taylor Swift, who could end the genocide of Palestinians with an Instagram post is the Time Person of the Year. White nonsense, white violence, white love of black and brown genocide. See, Taylor Swift could end the genocide right now if she just made an Instagram post, but she doesn't want to because she loves black and brown genocide. Yeah, most of her <laughs> songs are about that, I find. <laughs> I was hoping that she'd dip into the world of relationships and emotion, but it's almost all black and brown. Genocide. Yep. And, you know, if she would just make an Instagram post, I don't know why she refuses to do it, since she could just end the genocide with one Insta. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible what white people refuse to do because they just love black and brown genocide, isn't it? That is like literally the, the most... Hamas un- seems to have I'm- a special place in its heart for music fans, I found, historically. <laughs> I mean, I was waiting to see like who would have the most unhinged take about something, but that's up there. Like, I'm used to Taylor Swift being blamed for random and weird things, but that's um, that's an interesting one for sure. They call it Taylor Not So Swift. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor, not so swift, Alice. Yeah, I get it. Hey, um, um, do you? I hate Sarah Rao. By the way, Alice, you know, guess what? Mm-hmm. I have seen the words on, on WCVB, the Channel 5 website, which is where I'm finding these old stories. Mm-hmm. This is a current story. I'm, I'm seeing the words right now that I'm using to look over to the right at uh, Vladimir Putin mm-hmm. or to look over to the right at the guy who uses the Death Star. So he'll go. And to destroy the earth. These are the things, the words in a row. This is a news story on the Channel 5 website that tells me we need now to have the Death Star destroy this planet. A pig named Albert Einswein is safe at home after getting loose and being rounded up by police. I feel like that's a little bit offensive, no? Do you know the pig's name? Albert Einswein? Albert Einswein. Yeah, I don't know if that's, like, great. Well, maybe he's a smart pig. But pigs are unclean to Orthodox Jewish people. Was he Orthodox Jewish? Well, Albert Einstein was Jewish. Oh. Is that not a little offensive? I don't know. Um, not so, really yeah, a so topic that needed to... In terms of other unhinged, uh, you know, unhinged takes on the Middle East, um, this is a good one. This is from a smaller account uh, called Islamo-Communism. Mm-hmm. Who says, uh, once again, reminding everyone that the current hysteria around Hamas raping and sexually abusing women is one of the oldest tricks in the colonial propaganda machine and has been used by American colonists to demonize indigenous and black men. And if we want more recent examples, we can think about Emmett Till or when Trump called Mexicans rapists. (laughs) Get it? Hamas is Emmett Till. Yes. I don't think Emmett Till raped anybody. That is correct. Or beheaded anybody, or set anybody on fire, or tortured anyone, but when Trump or had said that any we hostages. went to war with Mexico. Remember that. Mm-hmm. 
He said uh, Mexico, they're not bringing their best. They're rapists. And what he meant was that there's a lot of sexual trafficking going on getting across the border, which is, of course, right. But much like with is if you're a Jewish girl or if you're somebody from Central America being sexually trafficked across the border, um, you get erased by the left. That's now. the oldest trick in the Sorry, colonial walk playbook. It off is what Stop the left colonizing says. the rapists, yes. honey. Let them rape exactly. in peace. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then I guess the winner for unhinged takes about uh, Gaza is that the White House interns have now demanded uh, a Middle East ceasefire. So you know, anonymously, a yes. group of White House interns joined the growing list of administration officials. Do interns qualify as administration officials, by the way? Uh, no. <laughs> no. They're Do they next get nominated to, next to or the, appointed? Like, or No. The the plants are as much as a, a White House official as the intern, as in the House plants <laughs> in the White House. A group of White Commander House Commander is more of a White House official. <laughs> a group of White House interns joined the growing list of administration officials applying internal pressure to President Joe Biden to call for a permanent ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. There just was a ceasefire, you guys. Literally a few minutes ago, there was a ceasefire. Not a few minutes. A few days ago, there was a ceasefire. And guess what happened? Um, the, Hamas refused to return the women they were raping, and then yeah, they the, stabbed a bu- the, or shot a bunch more people innocent civilians. Until acted bus out bus. is what happened. <laughs> so, so that's why there's no longer a ceasefire. There was also a ceasefire on October sixth, a permanent ceasefire that Hamas also interrupted. So, um, but. The White House interns are implying internal pressure to President Joe Biden to call for a permanent ceasefire between Israel and Hamas, sending him a letter late Tuesday that accuses him of having ignored the pleas of the American people. The letter shared with NBC News and addressed to Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris is supported by more than 40 interns who work at the White House and other executive branch offices, according to the text. We, the undersigned fall 2023 White House and Executive Office of the President interns, will no longer remain silent on the ongoing genocide of the Palestinian people the interns wrote i got a note this, this morning i got like a, a note plot this line morning. of a veep episode? i got the, a note for this morning from somebody who sent me this article and said just go back to blowing the president seriously is you'd like to say else <laughs> is there something you'd like to say <laughs> i mean i don't <sighs> Alice? what are the interns there for that was an uh well i mean <laughs> I mean, I guess I could blow staffers too. I don't know. No, uh, well, that was Alice's uh, note to me. There's a misogynist. They call her misogynist Alice. Yes, I'm a misogynist. Um, but um, yeah, the interns are utterly useless. Utterly useless. I told just you, just poor coffee guys. Right, right around the time you were, were you there when our when we had our intern on radio and she was hitting on me and she was. I think that was right before me. Right, she was hitting on me and a lo- bunch of other people, etc. And she because she was because she was like nineteen or whatever, and she thought she was really cute because she was the youngest of everybody. We're all mm-hmm. fat radio ra- ra- guys. I had no time for her, no time for her, and I was absolutely rude to her, which she liked. But but I was but which she, she liked. She liked it because I was not falling for it. I had no time for it. I was just it was too late in life. I was thirty six or whatever, and I was like. And she was like, she was. She would say, "Oh, you don't even think I'm cute or whatever." I wish, I wish I could go on a date with you. Want to get? And I was, I anyway. I just used to. 
I just said, like, do you want to just have sex? Or no, I'm not. I am not interested in anything you're saying. So if you're trying to like find out a right way to, to like hook up with me, then you, just, you can just say it. She was like, "Oh my god, that's so rude! You're so rude!" But that's exactly what she was. She was playing all these guys, and I had no time for it. A couple of guys that really fell for her. I was like, "You guys, idiots!" This girl <laughs> whose only attribute is that she's 19 and she's fresh and new, and she and we're all we all look like we're like been wind battered for centuries. It's like just. Don't treat her like a human. She's a stupid intern. You don't. Nobody has to be nice to her. In fact, I suggest you be mean to her. Oh my goodness, interns! But you know who's a good intern for us? Who? Tyler Sullivan. Remember Tyler? Was he an intern or did he? I thought he worked at the Herald. No, he was an intern first at ninety six nine for oh. with me with Graham with Michael Graham. I had forgotten that he, he was that guy. I remember once I saw him. I said, "Why you're Tyler?" Because the interns are so forgettable, and it's just a waste of time, and especially one that thinks she's cute, and like, and the guys fall for it because some nineteen-year-old's being charming. Come on, guys! There is a time in my life when I would have fallen for it. Obviously, after falling for it ten times, you know, by the time you hit your thirties, it's like whatever. If your one attribute is that you're cute and new to the world, I I hate people who who use that. It's women who use it generally. Um. Who just like love me? See how cute new I am, and like hotter than everybody else around here. See and love me. Yeah, I I, I don't count as that bullshit. Um, but yeah, the White House interns. Obviously, the thing you do right now and immediately is fire them all. Fire them all yeah. immediately. Just say, it's get easy to get here. White House interns. Everybody yes. wants to intern there, and they're useless. So so like. Are they setting the tables in the, one of the function rooms? Probably. Or doing something, you know, like uh, putting name cards out from the communication shop? Probably something like that. They're not, you, you don't need them anywhere. They even got rid of them in, uh, they got rid of the pages in Congress. You don't need these people, okay? <laughs> I know. It's just a, <clears throat> it's just like a program to make you know, donors' kids feel like they're important but, but, briefly to yes. like help people out. Yes, but uh, and also, you know what? If you're a White House intern, the whole reason for the internship is you to shut the f up and learn. Right. You have nothing to say. You you have <laughs> there's nothing in you that can educate anybody else in the building. You're the zero head full of anything. Just like my girl in, at the in the show at ninety six nine, she had zero in her head that meant anything for anything. If she wanted to be uh, like to hook up. We could talk about it. Other than that, she had there was nothing for me. By the way, I was single back then, so there was nothing for me to care about. She had nothing interesting to say, and it's the same with the White House interns. You have nothing to say. Go get coffee, make stuff, do stuff. You get to what you're doing right now is you have the opportunity to be helpful. That's it. That's it. But you're not a real person. You're living a fake college life and getting to come out of here. There's there's nothing to it. The White House they should. I mean, they won't because because they won't. But they should bleep can all these people and scold the colleges and say, how dare you? How dare you send us these freaking brats? But once again, like the brats from Wellesley, uh, you know, eight years ago or, you know, these interns have been on the track of 
learning how to be an activist professional. Well, right, because every time they like staged a walkout about gun violence at their middle school or whatever, all the adults went, oh, this is so amazing. You're so inspiring to all of us. I can't yep. believe it. Look at, listen to the kids. They have so much to teach us. And so then they sent them to be White House interns and they somehow think that they have something to offer anybody else. And that like the White House and, you know, John Kirby and all these people give a bleep what they the White House interns think about anything. It's, I mean, it's absurd. Like I said, it's like the plot of a Veep episode. I can't even believe that it's real. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I like double checked the NBC website to be like, am I really reading yeah. the real NBC website that the White House interns are demanding? Have, they have foreign policy demands, honey. The White House interns do. But uh, yeah, do you? I just resent you the um, the Dink story. Can you go in? Because there's two videos to play in that story. So there's been a lot more discourse. I know we uh, we did this story before with the girl who, um, you know, she. Like got up late and learned to make herself food because she has no kids. Well, now there's married couples that don't have kids doing it, making like these smarmy, gloaty videos about how they don't have kids and how great their life is. And they're doing it like as a married couple to be cute together. And it's like a the most obnoxious thing. And B, it sounds really like pathetic. We're dinks. We're going to get asked daily when we plan on having kids. We're dinks. Of course, we're going to go out to eat every night after work. We're dinks. We don't have to ask our family for financial help or to watch our kid when we want to go that out. That is a pretty handsome thing. We're dinks. We're going to go to Costco and buy all the snacks yeah, but her husband that is... we want. Oh, that's him? We're yeah. dinks. Oh, They're married. Income to spend oh, she, wait, she went fat. Like I like her. Spend on a kid. We're dinks. I'm going to go to every football game and play 18 holes whenever I want. We're dinks. We're going to get asked at every single family event what we're doing with our life. We're dinks. Um... So uh, I have less respect for him. Did you get to the part of the video where he said he's going to go to Costco and buy himself all the snacks he wants and not really have to it? share them? Yes. What a puss. She's, but she she did choose a fat. She's pretty hot to have a fat. Snacks in bulk that we want. We're dinks. We have disposable income to spend on whatever we would like and don't have to spend on a kid. We're dinks. I'm going to go to every football game and play 18 holes whenever I want. Oh, it sounds awful. We're yeah, dinks. Tommy in New Hampshire says dink is so 80s. This isn't new. Yeah, the I mean, that word has been around a long time, but I guess these like Zoomers have rediscovered it and well, decided that it, they've invented being dinks. They call them insecure dinks. 
<laughs> How's that one? Did I nail it? Perfect. They, um, exactly, Trump. <clears throat> they, um, they are insecure. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Doesn't bother me. It's not bothering me. I'm perfectly happy. It's not bothering that you, me that you keep asking me what I'm doing with my life. Doesn't bother me at all. I love it. I'm a dink. It's great. And then there's another married couple down we're below. We're dinks. We go to Trader Joe's and workout classes on the weekends. We're dinks. We get into snobby hobbies like skiing and golfing. We're dinks. We can go to... Now, this one's an interesting one because in this one, he's much better looking than her. These dinks are out of balance. <laughs> Florida on a whim. We're dinks. We're already planning our European vacation next year. Dinks. We get a full eight hours of sleep and sometimes more. <laughs> we're dinks. Ugh. I don't like them as I don't like her as people because of talking about eight hours of sleep. Um, but I mean, I guess I guess so. I mean, I, there is certainly there's something to be said for for all that freedom, etc. It is fun to be little kids, but they're not going to be dinks forever, and then they're going to start really living because right now they're roommates, right. We get desserts and appetizers at restaurants. We're dinks. We can play with other kids and give them back. <laughs> We're dinks. We still do it three times a week. By the way, why is he playing with other kids? <laughs> but that one got me too. We do it three times a week? Yeah. Is that like a lot to people? I think it do is a lot. Do people think people. that people who have kids don't sleep together? Where do I, they think I kids probably come from? Thought, I, thought, I probably think they probably thought... you. Uh, yeah. I, I think we sleep together more than that actually go on three times a week you don't think so i'm enjoying this very <laughs> very much this this looks me makes me look good and you look bad so i'm, uh, I'm... why does it make me look bad that i sleep with my husband no it's great you're not married to anybody else right? <laughs> no. that's great no no, no. Uh, uh, yeah i don't know if that's typical and i don't know why uh, i don't know if that's typical i don't know i mean i have a, a hot lady in the house but i i just didn't think that like three times a week was like bragging material like, i think that we're they doing would... it so much three times a week yeah, yeah man I, I like think, is that a lot i don't think that they what they and i don't think that people understand is it, this goes for us and this goes for our neighbor next door i don't know our, our friends next door i don't know their sex situation but i bet you it's like ours i bet you it is mm -hmm. um but this is the thing, is that when you have kids in a family, we essentially still do all the stuff. We do sacrifice sleep, but yeah. we still we still party in our own way. We still do all the... Like, there's nothing that these guys do other than travel. Yeah, they'd probably do more traveling right. and spend more money on But you on can stuff. do it all. Not that they should. If they don't if they don't want kids and they're the young people, like, go live it up, rock and roll, have the, the two incomes. No, I mean, I don't resent anybody, like spending their money on themselves if that's what they want to do but like making these cringy videos about it just yeah. feels weird i've made all the right decisions i don't care what you say i don't because i'm gonna make a video just show you i don't really care i'm totally happy that i'm so happy i'm so happy i'm gonna make all these videos talking about all the reasons why i'm so happy with all my choices and you're wrong i mean i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying i'm really really happy and the thing is is that they think that they've they've stumbled onto something but really, in every part of their lives, they've done what everybody else has done. Well, right. I they've, think that's a weird like, part like of it. They've all gone to school, and then they all went to college, and they all had these experiences there, and then they all had these experiences there, and then they all got the same kind of jobs, and they all married each other who are alike, and now they're all doing 
the thing where they're going and traveling and having sex three times a week and going to Costco and buying stuff. Everything they've done so far, everybody else has already done. It's just that everybody else has then done the next thing, which is also what they're going to do. But they think that they've hit some kind of plane. Oh, look, at we figured it out. No. Well, yeah, it does have the feeling like like this one weird trick to maximizing yeah. all the fun you have in your life. And it's like we all know that we would have more time if we didn't have kids. <laughs> we know that we could go out to restaurants more. It's not like a secret that we spend money on having kids. It's you know, it feels weirdly like not self-aware at all. But um, yeah, because everybody who has kids has also experienced not having kids. Yes. But good show. Good good point. But they have never. They call it good point, Alice. Yeah. That's that's not getting better. That's that one wasn't better. No, you're you just they don't have it. They call her. They, it's like higher gonna, pitched and wispier. It's not so like. Her, I'm calling you Satchmo was right. It's like very. You're very growly. Don't have it. Uh, we didn't even get to the fact that I wanted to talk about um, dating and first date red flags. First date red flags. Jane had a good one. Um, but um, one I would tell. You know what? We'll save. We'll save it for later. We can actually save that for the food podcast too. There's quite a bit on the chat chat, so okay. we should probably jump over there. They call it overloaded chat chat. That was closer. That was closer. That was closer. It's all relative, I guess. They call it the theory of relativity. Close. Anyway, the chat chat is, of course, brought to us by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce on the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline. I'm sorry. What is all this talk about doctor sucking? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, not you. Who made this Chelsea. statement? Not what you. is this? <laughs> just all the ones I, we see. I just like a little more clarification. Yeah, mine rapes me, so I don't <laughs> love him. On that. Actually, I know exactly what you're talking about because, yeah, they, some of them make mistakes. Mm-hmm. They have laser vision when it comes to certain tasks. Yep. And I think we all know that they can get caught up in whatever it is. And you know what? If you're a doctor who thinks it's who works in oncology, and I've dealt with these guys because when our dad was sick, and thinks it's fun to go into um into work with like funny scrubs like uh like Donald Duck scrubs and stuff feed yourself into a tree shredder please um i was Nothing thinking like more having about a end of life conversation thinking... with some fuckface with um freaking mickey mouse on his scrubs i was thinking about it too because phil's example of like doctors telling people to lose weight and and how like the advice that doctors gave people to lose weight mm-hmm. for decades and decades was exactly the opposite wrong advice that would make them get fatter, oh, like yeah. to eat low fat things and mm-hmm. whatever. So, I mean, is that the fault of individual doctors? No, but I just think the medical profession in general has no clue what they're doing on a lot of topics. And, you know, they act yeah. out of like a false sense of security in their mm-hmm. expertise when when you know the profession doesn't know things you know and i experienced a lot of this because i kept having this during my pregnancy where i would go in and they'd be like oh your platelets are low and i'm like why is that and they're like oh it's thrombocytopenia of a uh, pregnancy and i'm like so what's that and they're like it means your platelets are low while you're pregnant i'm like so why does it happen and they're like we don't really know but you know we'll keep an eye on it okay good thanks like just give it a greek name and it's like we've solved they 
I mean, like, there's just not, there's just a big gaping hole of knowledge. And I think people should always push back on doctors and, yes. you know, and see, you know, always look for second opinions, look for your own information, make your own decisions. Like, you don't have to just blindly follow everything because they may not know that much either. Correct. Correct. You know, they don't pay enough attention to individual patients at times and things can get into the weeds. Totally understandable. That said, Peter Rabbit's just fine. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of dinks, I uh, hope this pump better <laughs> I mean, fix just his. needs a revision. Revision. Is oh, that what they call it? That's now? what it's called, the <laughs> revision. My brother, when he was being circumcised in the early 60s, screamed so loud he developed a hernia. Wow. So... Oh, good. You want to talk about doctors? You can talk to him. Oof! Dang. Uh, There's a growing movement in like fringy conservative circles against circumcision in general. Yeah, I, the, and I, you know it's been going on for decades. I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. Before I was rudely interrupted, <laughs> it's all good. Was oh my gosh! And say Gallus! And say Gallus! What do you mean? Oh, because you couldn't come up with the name yesterday. I keep having a problem. I keep thinking. See, for Merrimack said that too, and during the chat at some point, he said, "Why don't you recite another list of comedians?" (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was Uh, quality content. You um, looking? He was omitted from that list. I keep thinking. I I, Shingles is never coming to my head, but Clay Travis is. Dream. The uh, I was going on and on. Um. In there, and then you had to think about Shane Gillis. Yes. Anyway, uh, in the dream, Tom Tom is at um at this bar, and it's run by uh, Steve from Merrimack, Ooh. and he's um he'd be good crying. at running a bar. I feel like he, he's Steve from Merrimack. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, he orders complex drinks, so yeah. Because uh, Alice uh, is the mayor, and he's like, "Well, I'm smart, <laughs> you know. I could have been mayor." You know, people like me, <laughs> Probably right? could be mayor, yeah. And Steve's, like, cleaning the bar and stuff, and he's looking around. He goes, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, Tom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then, um... I, think I like this scenario Phil, with with Steve playing that part. Where we're all in Phil's the town, a, yes. the burn barrel town. We're close. Caller. I think he he just sits on a... On a bench and feeds birds. Who? Who? Yeah, that's a, as oh, much Phil. as I can recall from the dream. Anyway, hmm. thanks. Poor Shane Gillis. Love Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. I'm a Shane yes. Gillis guy now. I dreamed since we're all telling our dreams now. They call him hilarious Shane. This is a dream podcast now. Apparently, I dreamed that we had a big party with all these people in our house, and the walls started to crack and the framing started to fall apart. And we all had to evacuate and get the house like looked at by a structural engineer to mm. see if we could salvage it or if it was just going to fall down completely. That's what I dreamed. Which tells Hopefully, me. I was in it. <laughs> um. Ready, Oz? Mm-hmm, I'm ready. Anonymous. Hey, Tom, I heard that Victoria Gotti is putting up a lot of her real estate for sale in New York. What do you think me and you pitch in and we buy something? Maybe I can bring one of my famous trays of Big ZD with the peas. <laughs> By the way, 
am I wrong to put peas in my big ziti? I mean, that was brought up on the show the other day, no. and I, I like peas in my big ziti. I wouldn't have a problem with a pea in pasta somewhere. Uh, I don't. Oh, know I love it... peas in a pasta salad. I haven't done them in baked ziti. I also put peas in my ramen, which offends you, and you yell at me. I'm not a huge. I pea like guy. peas. I mean, um, but I'm the first person Tom ever saw just eat frozen peas oh, it's ridiculous. as a snack. Ridiculous. They're like good. You and like rabbits. <laughs> um, but here's the thing with peas. Um, I, I, I just think they're kind of a waste of a thing. There's a space for them. I do like pea pods. Chinese food places used to have pea pods. They don't really anymore mm-hmm. around here. Um, or like it's a side dish, like nice buttery peas. It's not, not the taste is not a taste that I love so much. I mean, it's the butter and salt goes a long way to help it. Um, but I don't understand. I don't think if I was having something baked ziti with a red sauce, would I want peas there? Do I want anything green in there if it's a red sauce? I would do it. I do it. I haven't done it, but I would do it. I'm getting that feeling again of lust for pasta that I had during the Awaken stuff. SFM. Hi, Steve from Arizona. Hey, Steve. Um, regarding that uh, shining beacon of <laughs> educational integrity, uh, Claudine Gay, Harvard. the president of yep. Harvard University, uh, you know, it, it was really, really disgusting. I mean, all three of the the presidents of the colleges were disgusting. Yep. But her especially, I mean, does anyone looking at her believe that she was the finest choice uh, among all the academic uh, elite in the country to become the president of Harvard College? No, I don't. In not, they all seem like dumb women. I'm sorry about that, mm-hmm. but they did. They seemed like overeducated but small-brained people. They did. Absolutely not. No. You know what we need? Uh, we got rid of Larry Summers. Uh, let's get a black lesbian with a buzz cut who finds moral equivalence between Israel and Hamas. Mm. What a what a fantastic person. What a leader. Um, imagine if Larry Summers were still president of Harvard and was at that hearing. It would have been a completely different hearing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, but Larry had to be fired because he made some incredibly true statements <laughs> about, about the variability of performance between men and women in academia. Um, mm-hmm. But no, he's gone. But uh, I, I can only imagine what it would look like with him and Elise Stefanik yeah. going after the other two. That would have been great. Yes, it would have. And speaking of Elise There's a Stefanik, difference between the old school academics, like the people that used to be at these institutions and the people now. The quality... Yes. Of the administrators at these places is, is absolutely terrible. Yeah, terrible. Uh, it's ridiculous. I totally agree. It's and everybody, know, you know it. You just know it. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Katanji Brown Jackson. You know, not being able to say what a woman is, whatever. And the the other one with the Sotomayor or whatever. The, fine, whatever. Um, but you were stepped on Steve just as I'm I believe sorry. we're getting close to objectifying somebody, and we like this. Uh, okay, Steve, go ahead. Stefanik, uh, tell me if I'm out on the limb here. Why don't we make Elise Stefanik the head of the Republican Party? She's tough. She's smart. She doesn't take any crap. Uh, enough of this, uh, you know, Rana Romney. Anyway, yeah, thank you. I know, man. Yeah, I, I like her. She rubs some people the wrong she's way. She's also kind of pretty. Yeah. Steve I think she's lost that. weight, too. Oh, has she? I think so. Um, by the way, AOC, did you see the video from yesterday? No, I didn't see her. She is smoldering. I do believe that she's pregnant, but she looks really good. <laughs> Why do you good. think she's pregnant? Because she's got a, something up with her. Uh... 
Holy shit. There's so much I want to say. I, sure. Every time I try to this? leave a message, I'm like, F- I've been busy, so I don't have, I, I just get like, f-ing waterfall of ideas. But here's what, what I want to say is that you guys are f-ing retarded. Um, Thanks. I don't know how many people you want to die in Palestine. People bring that word back. feel like you get a W. Um, our our government lies to us. Uh, the Israeli two things he said already that I like. One, he's bringing the R word back. Something the mm-hmm. KMS doing that I like. Um, a lot of people work on that one. Also. Getting a W, getting mm-hmm. a W, very Gen Z. You, okay, very. Do I love getting a W? Well, I was gonna say I thought you didn't like people using phrases that other people use. No, I don't like it. That's what I'm. Oh, okay. Out. I don't love that. I don't love getting a W government lies to people yes i'm familiar with it what you do is you start a fat false flag and you go to war and you kill people because you want their land and that's literally what's happening they got out of the land they got out of gaza yeah they left yes they don't want they don't want gaza they don't want any part of that stuff they don't want those people they want to be left. They, Israel could just take they all the They don't really stuff. want to be providing them with electricity and water either, I'm sure, but right. they do. Like I mean, Is this possibly our friend in Vermont? Oh, maybe. Um, Although he would have said it, wouldn't he? Alice, you made the comment about, oh, why is it all the purple hair people? Well, those are the people they send out when they have an agenda, Alice. So they make... Those stupid people make stupid people like you think, oh, I must be right because purple hair. Purple hair is just a tool. They're just a NPC that the government will wiggle around wherever they need to wiggle. You know, they can do whatever the they want with those people. Who is, and by the way, you're making me do a lot of work on cleaning up swears. This is, this is going to be tough. I think he knows that. Yes, I do. Please stop it. For and I sake. think you're right. I think it is him. People, you know, they just go along with the program. So the purple hair people are uh, not. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that is that is him. <laughs> Pain in the ass, Morgan. Clean it up. Freaking takes a while for me to get this thing all bleeped out. Here's the thing: uh, killing people is wrong, mm-hmm. right? Um, the Israelis knew they were going to be fortnighted. You know, with a bunch of weirded, bearded dudes and sandals. And they knew something. But the thing is, Israel, Israel always knows that something's going to be happening. Yes, they dropped the ball on this. There's no doubt about that. But it's not good for Benjamin Netanyahu or leadership at all in Israel to have this happen. They're all looking very unpopular right now. Let it happen. And they let it happen because they want that f- They don't and want the land. Am I pro-Palestine? No. Am I pro-Israel? No. Not at all. Am I a conservative? No. Am I a lefty? No. But I'm going to stay the f- out of the f- genocide. I am pro stay the f- out of the genocide. What genocide more- bleep? There's no genocide happening or if else Israel there will be fewer Gazans now than there were 10 years ago or 15 well, years ago. and not even that. I mean, there's more Jewish people now than there were before the Holocaust, but there's there was a genocide, though. You know, so I, I don't know that that necessarily proves it. But if Israel wanted to genocide Palestinians, they could. 
I'm not for the U.S. getting involved here. But well, I also there was. I but I understand that. But but the Israelis were. Absolute Jews were absolutely genocided. Good old fashioned definition, genocide. Mm-hmm. No, Israel I mean, goes out of their way not to genocide Palestinians. I do think. I mean. Yeah, war is bad and it sucks and a lot of people die, but that doesn't mean there's like never oh, any time. Hey, hey, you remind me of something, Morgan. I'm going to play you something. That, actually, you know what? This will make you happy, Morgan. I'm going to play you something that I just forgot about. When I'm driving to work and I have to listen to you guys just eat the bullshit up and spew it out. Boy, oh boy. I love Israel. You know, you're wrong with J6. You're wrong with. Wait a second. Ron DeSantis. You're wrong with covid and you're wrong with this one well hold on so there's is there's um is, morgan are you for DeSantis? is he for DeSantis? no he's against DeSantis. DeSantis against DeSantis. no because we used to like DeSantis. Right. okay so. and j6 i assume is an inside job that's yeah obviously i see where you i see where you're going morgan. and i love you guys love you and too. i hope little rabbit's well yeah, yeah. And i hope all is good i'm sorry to make it lengthy there you go um that's how i feel all good. Peace and love. Peace. <laughs> okay, so this is something I that I didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found just before the show, actually, and Morgan, you're going to like this. And this goes, this plays in Morgan's favor, as a matter of fact. Are you ready, Al? Mm-hmm. Are you scared? No. Okay, hold on. It's going to happen. Here we go. I had never heard this. This is Alex Jones on InfoWars. July 25th, 2001, which makes it before 9-11. We know the Joint Chiefs of Staff wanted to blow up airliners, Baltimore Sun, or if you let some terrorist group do it, like the World Trade Center, we know who to blame. And if there was an outside threat like a bin Laden who was a known CIA asset in the 80s, he's the boogeyman they need. We know Ooh, the jo- I didn't know about that. Did you know about that? I didn't know about that. Alex Jones was doing that in 2001 while I was making hotel restaurant reservations for people. I should have been doing what AJ was doing. Should have gotten into the biz before. Mm-hmm. I think Morgan rests more with AJ uh, as an influencer than uh, than some of the people we do. Yeah. No, I mean, Morgan's more... I do know some people who are like, I like to listen to you guys to know what the moderate point of view is, which that's fine too. <laughs> like, and then there's other people who are like, oh, I like to hear what you right-wing crazies are talking about. So, right, I mean, I don't I know. Am. You can't what make else? everybody happy, but I like Israel. And I've known several people who either grew up in Israel, lived in Israel, or, like, went there later and served in the IDF, like, after high school and stuff. And, um, or, like, visited kibbutzes and did things like that, like, away programs at them. Uh, there were a lot of yes, Jewish yes. people at my high school. So, but... You know, just based on, like, their experiences and stuff, the United States would never in a million years put up with the level of BS that Israel puts up with from the countries around them that want to kill them. No, it's amazing. Israel's the only country that's not allowed to win a war. And so when you say, like, what's enough, how many is enough, like, until Israel doesn't have to constantly be shooting down rockets that are being fired at them all the time... Until Israel doesn't have to have suicide bombers blowing themselves up at them. Mm. Like, I mean, how many Japanese was enough to end World War II? Right. It's not about, like, a number of people. It's They have to surrender and we have to reset things so that we can start a new life where this happens. And that doesn't happen until somebody's defeated. It just doesn't. 
Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. One Steve. other question. Um, I know that every one of these presidents of the colleges were saying, we need to prevent anti-Semitism and anti-Islamic yeah. behavior, yeah. Islamophobia, et cetera. Um, other than that poor, sweet child that was murdered by a guy who was completely psychotic in Chicago, and these three students who were shot by another lunatic in, uh, Vermont. in Vermont, yep. mm-hmm. they were not on a college campus. Is, has there been a single episode of Islamic, uh, or Islamophobic violence on any college campuses at all? The left would tell you that yes, the reaction after 9-11 was violence against Muslims, which really didn't happen at all, at mm-hmm. all, at all, and at all. The West Wing, the TV show, tried to tell us it happened, too, that every every Bush person out there was stabbing, killing Sikhs because we were too stupid, but they had a head Wasn't scar. there one Sikh that I think was one killed? Sikh died, yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't think there has been. It certainly hasn't been reported in the press. Uh, and, and you, you know, know they these would. women are sitting there saying that, you know, we're worried about both. But it seems to me the violence all goes one way. Correct. And uh, not towards Muslims. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Thank you. D- uh, BB. Mm-hmm. DB. Danny and Bilverka. Ibrahim and FTM. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. I thought my friend. Well, Tim- Ibrahim is. Ibrahim Excandy. Absolutely. FTM, female to male trans. I thought my friend from Canton had a very heartfelt message the other day and spot on about the story about your daughter. Oh, thank uh, you. It was quite heartwarming. I was flying home from a war conference this weekend and was listening to the Burn Barrel uh, and heard that story. And it was just Danny. kind of a nice change from everything else we're talking about these days. Thank you. Uh, which, speaking of, you played that Ibrahim X. Kennedy sound the other day. And I can't not think of the congressman that was concerned about Guam flipping over. Yes. I think their voices sound very similar. <laughs> the equally is dumb. Uh, one of them might be even Hank Johnson. Than the other. Yeah. Uh, but just, yeah. just unbelievable. This guy, I think at some point, if him and Kamala Harris ever got in the same room and did a town hall, just, I think everyone's head would explode from all the verbal masturbation and just stupidity. Oh my goodness. The room. Totally. Uh, there would be so many prepositional phrases. Totally. And the other part you guys brought up yesterday, the whole, you know, topic of, you know, anti-Semitism and everything going on with free Palestine and how it seems to be falling along party lines for seems to be no good reason, except maybe the whole oppressor oppressed type relationship. Yeah. The part that's really putting my mind in the pretzel, though, is the whole thing with the with the school presidents. And you played the clips. Yeah. This one I don't get, because typically with something like this, you know, you start to get to college president level and that's all about money. Right. Follow the money. You know, it's all about fundraising. You know, at some at some point, you know, you have to let the kids go and play their DEI games, and the president has to make sure the school is making money. So, let me ask you: Are there more? Is there more money coming from, say, Israeli slash Jewish sources funneling towards these colleges, or at least was there? Versus how much money is coming from these pro-Palestinian people? Like that part doesn't add up to me. Actually, so, a bunch follow of people. the money, and I think usually it leads to the right place, but in this case, I. I'm baffled. A bunch of people have done some reporting on this. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really talked about it because it's kind of in the weeds, but there is a lot of money going to colleges from like Qatar and some of these sort of 
Yeah, I've you know, seen some reporting on it too. Yeah, like I mean, billions of dollars, like a lot of money going to colleges from what's that, from some what's countries that, that are a little sends, bit more friendly too. What's that big group that donates to colleges for the Chinese? There's some big group that that donates wings oh, to I'm colleges, not sure. and it's like a wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah, it would be interesting to look at the books of all these people. I assume, and not just you know money from foreign students going there from some of these like wealthy arab nations that pay full price yeah. to go there which obviously the college is like but you know actual donations as well yes no absolutely hi steve from merrimack hey steve i just got to tell you uh, this episode was like step on 101 from both of you was, oh, that's, uh, that's yesterday what was that what did we talk about yesterday just a whole bunch of stuff? Uh, okay, either way. I, can tell you. I don't want to step on them. You, Alice is stepping on the sound cuts while Tom's still playing them. Yes. And Tom doesn't stop the sound cut. That was great. <laughs> um, well, sometimes I can't let her win. I have to continue the sound cut going. And, you know, Tom just steps on Alice with impunity. Not it's, true. It's terrific stuff. But, Incorrect. But my, my well, big... Sometimes, Steve, Alice has to be <laughs> stepped on. Or reeled in, uh, you know, because, yeah, she has the need to be stepped on because sometimes she'll start going. Like the other day when I was telling the story about my daughter, what did you, she, you went on a tangent that was not necessary. You know, I knew that the thing was going to take a while to get through. And then what were you talking about? You went on a long tangent. Oh, that that's right. When you saw the, the Rolling Stones in, in Prague that time, it was like, what are we doing? Every second concert, I'm going to lose them. Biggest point. They call her Step On Alice. Pretty good, huh? That's Donald Trump. If contention for today's episode was when Justin the Hoosier is leaving this brilliant message about how he had a dream about a burn barrel Pleasantville. Yes. And <laughs> Alice is the mayor. And Tim from Canton is the mailman who reads your mail <laughs> before yeah. he gives it to you. I was on the floor. Like, I thought that was hilarious. And you stepped on it. No. And it ended. And... What? Nothing, maybe you didn't play nothing was Justin said that too. He said before he was interrupted. So maybe you didn't play all of his messages. Maybe not. All right, then we'll play the whole thing again tomorrow. Okay. Can okay. you remember that? Yes. Left over. Like you never played the rest of it, I don't think. Meanwhile, you go through this incredibly tedious task of, of <laughs> listing every bleep and stand up comedian in the world, except <laughs> Shane Gillis, <laughs> whose name I knew immediately. You claim to be a a Blind Mike fan, Tom. Yes. Blind Mike can't go two seconds without mentioning Norm MacDonald or Shane Gillis. It's true. My God. It's true. And uh, let me just say one more thing. Yes. In Alice's defense, that freaking Montante, he's the step-on king, too. I swear to God, there was a segment on the other the Jerry show from the other day. Mm -hmm. Alice is trying to make several cogent points, and Montante... He he's stepping on everything. He's freaking Fred Astaire. He steps so much. Oh man, get rid of that guy. Thank you. Alice, are you gonna fire him from the Jerry Callahan show? We love Mike Montante. We're a Mike Montante family. Jerry should really have um, a chat chat or his own version of it too. Mm -hmm. He'd probably get Steve to call in. Steve's great. Morgan was great, even though I got to clean up 147 f words. He did that on purpose. I know. Of course he did. He's an Adobe Edition guy. Uh, all right. Let's try to remember to play Justin's whole message tomorrow. Okay. You stepped on, Alice. I didn't step on it. They call her Stepping Alice. It's a good Trump impression. Thank you. Um, okay. 
kind of think. Did you get to all the messages? Yeah, I think that's it. Is okay. That it? Is that it? There's one for the burn barrel pod that oh, you can eat a pod that the okay that we will play uh, in a bit. Okay, thank you all for listening. Thank you for the great chat chat messages. We will play the rest of Justin's tomorrow. Um, and sorry, we're just scatterbrained this week, I feel like, a little bit. Do you think so? It's been crazy, yeah, sure. Uh, um, and thank you to Steve. I'm sorry, to Mike and Groblin. Mike and Groblin, Steve Groblin. from Merrimack, all, all the Pentucket towns. Thank you all for listening. See you See tomorrow. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.